Hey there, my name is Erin Deal, and I'm a half-Southern, half-Midwestern mama, some call this voice a nasal twang, who took $5,000 to build and scale a one-of-a-kind experiential organization that improves the lives of corporate professionals through personal development, humanity, and humor. Along the way, I've built client relationships with some of the most notable companies in the country, all while attracting a rock star team of experts and hilarious facilitators. Sounds pretty awesome, right? Well, what I didn't tell you is that my resume also includes a long list of comedy shows I bombed, improv teams I didn't make, companies who told me no, and many a heartache when it came to becoming a mother. I want to show you the real deal of the grit, creativity, and determination it takes to overcome your disappointments, embrace the suck, and design the career you could only dream about. I believe we all have our own unique gifts that we bring to the world, and it is our mistakes that help to unwrap them. Welcome to Failed It. Ugh. What? What? What time? What time is it? No! 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 Oh, God, snooze. Man, that's my third one. Now I'm 20 minutes late. I gotta take out the dog. I got to shower. I got to get my son dressed. And I got to get ready to go to work. Ugh, I frantically jump out of bed. I throw on a baseball cap and a jacket because I live in Chicago. I take out my toy poodle, big deal. I run back inside. I take a quick rinse towel off, get a bottle for the baby, wake up my little man, change him, give him the bottle. Oh, shoot. My underwear is inside out. It's fine. I got to greet his caregiver, and then I got to rush to work, and I'm stopping for a coffee because I need it. I rush into the office, and I open my emails, and my team sees me as I run in, throw down my stuff, as well as the pile of stress that's hovering over my shoulders. They feel my energy, and I'm just straight up giving off all kinds of crazy, chaotic vibes. Yep, this was me. For many a year. I'm going to call this girl stressed Susan. Good old SS was a basket case. I hated mornings. I hated getting out of bed. And I hated giving myself time in the morning for anything other than sleep. Fun fact, one time I ran out of the door so fast that my dress was tucked into my underwear. There was a lot of underwear talk already in this episode, but it wasn't until I was halfway down a busy Chicago street that a very kind woman pointed it out to me. So let's just say I was always in a hurry and I would get my panties in a wad or my clothes in a wad in my panties when it came to getting up earlier and making time for myself. But friends, alas... What I am here to tell you today is the story of how stressed Susan slowly faded into the distance, saying she died just felt too harsh, and how calm Kathy took over my morning routine. So I want you to sit back, relax, and know if today I am lucky enough to be a part of your morning routine with this episode. I have got some tips and tricks that are going to make tomorrow's morning routine even better. So here is how to bring Calm Kathy or Calm Carl into your life every single morning. Because no one 
wants to walk down the street with their underwear showing at 8 a.m. So quick caveat, I've talked about this before, but I want to say it again. You cannot fill somebody else's teacup unless your tea kettle is full. So how can you give to your team, your clients, and your family without burning out? Guess what, y'all? When the kettle is dry, it's because no one took the time to put the water in it. So these next five tips are here to make that kettle full of water so you can spill some tea and many a cup. I want to say, I know spill some tea is now a cool thing that the kids say, so I was just trying to be cool there. But you guys know what I mean. So without further ado, here are your five tips to manage your AM like the rock star or the classy tea drinker you are. It's your life. I'm just living in it. Number one. Here's your number one tip. Set yourself before you wreck yourself. Here's what I mean. Take the clothes that you want to wear the next day for your workout and lay them on a chair, you know, the chair in your room that all the clothes hang on, and make them look you in the face when you lay your head on your pillow. Imagine them saying, you will wear me tomorrow. Join me. It will be fun. I want you to put your outfit for the day together, and then I want you to hang that in your closet. Put the jewelry you're going to wear next to that outfit. Put your shoes in front of said outfit. Now, if this seems like a lot, let me tell you a little story about my late friend, Sharon. Sharon was one of the nicest women I had ever met, and I met her when I was in recruiting. So she became legally blind later in life. And the company she worked for for 40 years helped her transition to a talking computer so she could continue to work. So I actually met her when I was doing recruiting. She worked at a a really big firm and they just loved her. And she was such a sweet, amazing human being. So talk about great leadership at this firm, helping her by getting her this computer. I digress. But every time I would visit Sharon at her office, she would look so put together. and. Everything coordinated. I mean, from literally head to toe, uh, I consider myself a pretty coordinated person, and she was legit topping my game. So I asked her one day, Sharon, how do you look more put together than most people I know who have full vision? She told me that she had her sister help her pick out all of her outfits and put her jewelry and Ziploc bags with the outfits. And she would just keep the outfits together and coordinated. The night before she went to work, she would take out the outfit. She would make sure she had the correct and coordinated Ziploc bag with the jewelry. She'd place it by her bed so she knew exactly where it was. And she said it just made her mornings go smoother. um, And it started her day off right. So she also felt good knowing what she was wearing was put together. And knowing that made her feel put together. So her days became put together. So, ladies and gents, if that is not a life lesson that brings you to tears, then I don't know what is. So be like Sharon. And by the way, she was an absolute angel. uh, So I hope she hears us talking about her and knows how loved she was. You are Miss Sharon. Now, um, that I have officially made myself cry sitting alone in my closet, uh, I want you to think past your clothes and I want you to think about your meals. 
I want you to put your breakfast in the front of your fridge so you can grab it and go. Prep your lunch. Make your lunch. Put it in the fridge too. Make your kids' lunches. And then set yourself up for success. Then I want you to do something crazy. I want you to set your alarm 45 minutes earlier than normal. 45 minutes to an hour earlier than normal. Do not hit pause on this podcast. Stay with me. If you are a stressed Susan or a stressed Steve, you need to hear me out here, okay? I was you. I didn't want to listen to me either. I wanted to tell the chipper chads of the world to screw off, give me a bagel, and leave me alone. However, when I changed this up for myself, my life completely changed. I kid you not, I walked into work happier, more zen, and ready to tackle my day. So please do not write me off just yet. What I did changed my attitude, my productivity, and the way I showed up in the world. So hold out for me, stress Susans or Steves. I promise I will not let you down. So the number two tip I'm going to give you is number two, move it. So if you told me seven years ago to get up 45 minutes earlier and move my body, uh, I would literally look at you in the eye while taking a big bite of my coffee cake and then offer you a sip of my Red Bull because that is what gave me wings. I'm telling you, moving your body in the morning will change your day. It will make you more alert. It gets the endorphins flowing. It makes you feel alive and it makes you feel accomplished even before you step foot in the shower. I now prefer to start my day with a morning run. If you're not a runner, great. Lace up those Nikes and go for a walk. I want you to walk 15 minutes one way and then turn around and walk 15 minutes back the next. Is it too cold to go on a walk where you are outside? So after COVID-19, the world realized how much is available to you workout-wise online. There's an app called Tone It Up for ladies out there. There's an app called Aptive for both men and women. There's even an app with Les Mills who does workouts for gyms all across the world. And we've actually had the opportunity and the wonderful pleasure of working with Les Mills and their employees. But they all have great apps for online workouts. I use the Tone It Up which is mostly for women, on days that I don't run. And for the ladies who are having babies, I did the Aptive Maternity Program my entire pregnancy, and I absolutely loved it. So they literally have a program for each week of your pregnancy, and they are not sponsoring this podcast, but they should. So go on Amazon, buy yourself a yoga mat, some free weights, and get to it. Buy five-pound weights, for crying out loud. Just get something in your hands. Or if you have a gym, just go. Move your body in some shape or form. It will wake you up from head to toe and give you energy and wings. And you won't even have to take a sip of that sugary, gross stuff. Our number three tip is Zen in. Yes, I have a spiritual side. Believe it or not, this hyper needs a calm. So I want you to think about ways to get centered in the morning. I prefer guided meditation. My favorite is the app Breathe, B-R-E-E-T-H, which is a paid subscription. If you don't want to pay for it, Google. There are so many free meditations on YouTube, and I waver between five to 10-minute meditations depending on the morning and what I've got going on. 
The best part is, if you don't have time to lay and completely zen out, I prefer to lay when I meditate, not sit. I don't know why. It just is better for me that way. But if you don't have time to do that, put on some headphones and listen to it while you're styling your hair or you're doing your makeup or you're getting ready. If you would rather be inspired versus get your zen on, then listen to a podcast that inspires you like this one. Excuse me. Bless me. Um, but just do something that fills your brain with positivity. Do not, and I repeat, do not start your day off with doom and gloom. Do not check your email before you move your body or before you zen in. Give yourself this time to really fill your kettle. If you have a book or a course that you're taking, give yourself time in the morning to tackle a bit of the course. Give yourself time. To my moms out there, I'm going to talk right to you. I want you to turn me up in your headphones. Moms, we take care of our families, our teams, and a lot of people. Make your morning routine happen before you get up your kiddo. If they get themselves up and they're old enough and they're self-sufficient, know that everything I just mentioned is something you can do in your house so you can still be there while they're getting up, doing these things on your own. My little guy is 10 months, so I made a schedule to put him down at 8 p.m. and wake him up at 8 a.m. And I could have said like a 7 to 7 a.m., but I know myself, I wanted to get up before him to get done what I wanted to get done for me. And I love sleep and I wanted to keep my morning routine. Um, So I set my alarm every day at 7. I get up. I move my body for 30 minutes. I meditate for 10. I then get him up. And while he's drinking his bottle securely in his chair, I get ready. And then You just have to do what works for you. That is what works for me. You do what works for you. This may not work for everyone. I'm telling you, you matter. And if you are going to give to so many, I want you to start by giving to yourself first. So find that quiet time for you and really zen in. Here is tip number four. This may be a personal favorite. Treat yourself. Or treat yourself. (laughs) If you've ever seen Parks and Rec, that you know the phrase, treat yourself. Now, they made this a special day on the show where they would treat themselves to anything that made them feel fancy. Now, I love having full days to treat myself, but why not give yourself a little treat every morning? I mean, we've only got one life and it's short. So live it. Am I right or am I right? So what is your favorite Treat. Mine is coffee, hot coffee, iced coffee, lattes. Am I basic? Green teas, Americano. Rachel, my podcast manager, told me to add in uh, matcha because that's what the cool kids drink these days and she keeps me young. I've got a favorite drink for every season and for every type of weather. But now I live in the city of Chicago, so finding a coffee shop is absolutely not hard. There's literally a Starbucks and a Dunkin' and less than two blocks of my apartment. So If I made it to the gym in the morning, and this is pre-quarantine, I told myself that I would stop at a coffee shop and I would treat myself. So that was my treat for doing something good for me. Now, if I didn't get up and at them, then it was the bitter coffee at my office that would make my breath smell like mothballs for days, which led me to then purchasing multiple packs of breath mints. So was there really a cost savings? Tough to tell. Either way, what can you do to treat yourself? 
Is it a special breakfast that you can make? Is it a special coffee that you enjoy? Think about something that you can give yourself as a reward to start the day off right. Grande iced coffee with hazelnut and almond milk. I'm looking at you, kid. So friends, treat yourself and fill your kettle with that caffeinated or whatever your poison may be goodness for doing something for you. Number five, praise hands. This is your number five tip to being a morning rock star. You could see me right now. I'm doing that praised hands emoji, okay? I'm about to take you to church kind of praise. I want you to start your day with positivity because it can affect your entire mood moving forward. So it's proven. Showing gratitude can affect your attitude. I want you to start writing down three things in a planner or a journal that you are grateful for. And and I want you to do that from the previous day. I keep all of my gratitude in my planner. So I write it on a page of the week where I have my calendar and I write down three very specific things from the day before. So yesterday it was watching my husband, John, play the ukulele for my son. It was watching my mom read Jackson, my son, a story in the morning on the back porch. Um, Or it was my team meeting where we laughed and joked, but we also got so much done. So I've literally done this for years. Oprah told me to do it. So I did it. I have planners and planners filled with gratitude pages. I have quote books that I've kept from high school. Some people love keeping all of their notebooks and going back and rereading the gratitude from time to time. I myself am a clean freak, so I just keep the previous year's planner in a drawer in my home desk. I keep it for the year ahead and in case I want to go back and look at it again. And then once I start a new planner, I give the old one from the previous year a review. I say, Thank you, Marie Kondo style, and then I get rid of it. But your gratitude is your gratitude. Do with it whatever you like, but also know that giving it is going to cause some shifts in your perspective. So if you want to see the world with a new set of eyes and find pleasure and joy in the little things in your life, then give it a try. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Give some praise hands and then start your day with your big three. Which, if you don't know what the big three is, I want you to go back to episode seven and listen in where I tell you all about three secrets to getting it all done and turning failing it into nailing it. We have a freebie there for you, for you to actually start to map out your day in a way that makes sense for you and is actually helping you with the values and things that you want for yourself. So seriously, go back to episode seven and for this podcast, this all goes hand in hand. So there you have it, guys. The five tips you need to rock your AMs and stop having those morning fails. So number one, set yourself before you wreck yourself. Number two, get up and move it. Number three, Zen weigh in. Number four, treat yourself. And number five, give some praise hands. I'm telling you, I'm living proof that all of these tips work. I went from being a stressed Susie Q to a calm and more productive Kathy. I changed my mental state so that my energy did not stress out others, and it internally changed the way I thought and it went about my day. I want you to just try one of these tips this week, just one. 
And you may fail a time or two. You may not make it happen every day. And that is totally okay. Failure means you are trying. And as you master one, I want you to then go back in and add in another. I'm telling you that small shifts lead to big results. Learn about any successful person and they all have some type of morning routine. You can do it. And no, I will be here cheering you on. So friends, if you're ready to take on your mornings like the rock star you are, I want you to take a screenshot of you listening to today's episode and share it on social media so we can give you a big fail. Yeah, you can tag us at learn to improve it. That's learn to improve it with the hashtag failed it podcast. Check out the link in the show notes for all of the details from today. And remember, you have to fail in order to improve. I'll see you next time. Hey, friends. Thanks for tuning in to Failed It. I'm so happy you're along for the ride. And if you enjoyed today's show, head on over to iTunes to rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every Wednesday. I'll see you next week, but want to leave you with this thought. What will you fail at today? And how will that help your future successful self? Think about it. I'm proud of you and you are totally failing it. See you next time.